0: Hello, welcome to 5 Minutes of Apostle to Jesus Christ, it's still the same yesterday, today and forever. It's so good to be with you once again this morning. I'm so privileged to be with you once again, like always. I believe all these wonderful broadcasts are blessing you. Now, don't forget about your questions, keep sending in your questions. We are answering them gradually and uh, we are sending some to you and uh, you receive yours very soon. If yours has not been answered, don't worry, it will be answered. So keep sending your question. We are going to answer them for you in Jesus' name. Today I want us to talk about something very wonderful in the Bible, how to meditate on the Word. How to meditate on the Word. You know, We know how important meditation is. It's too important. Meditation is very, very important. Without meditation, you cannot understand the Word of God. You cannot get to know the Spirit of God as you ought to. You know, Meditation aids you to have the Word of God come alive in your life. Okay, now David was a very special man. When you read in the Bible, the Bible talks about David. How wonderful he was. God called him a man after my own heart. Okay, David was wonderful. David said, God has made him a wonder unto his generation. He was a wonder. He was a great wonder unto his generation. His generation looked at him and wondered what he was doing that was different from them. From, from what they were doing. Because he always had results. No matter what he went through, no matter the trials, the temptations and the things that he went through. He still kept his gaze on God. He still kept his composure, you know. And uh, he was a remarkable man, a remarkable king. I think he's one of the most blessed kings who ever lived because he produced a lot of results. He defeated the enemies of God and did so many things that God wanted him to do. That is why God said he was a man after his own heart. Now, I want us to see how he, he did it, how he became that. You know, if you read in Psalm 1, verse 1, he says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, Nor standing in the way of sinners, nor sitting in the seat of the scornful. And it says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Now, the word law means the word of God, actually. So I can read it this way. But his delight is in the word of the Lord, and in his word does he meditate day and night. Then it says, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth fruits in the season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Hallelujah. Isn't it wonderful? She blesses the man that walketh not in the counsel of the Lord. Now meditation, like I said, is very important. David makes us know what made him a success. He made us know that he was a man who meditates on the word of God. When you read in Psalms, Psalm 119, several verses of Psalm 119 speaks of David's meditation. When you read in verse 15, verse 23, verse 48, verse 78, verse 148, I'm going to I'm going to read all these things to you as time goes on. You know, but all these verses speak of how important meditation was to David how much he took center stage in his life, you see. He says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful." You see, all these things are things that will prevent you from meditating as you ought to. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Don't stand in the way of sinners. In other words, don't company with sinners. Don't company with people who give ungodly advice, you see. Nor sit in the seat of the scornful. people who mock others, or scorn what God is doing. Then he says, but his delight, his pleasure, you see, his pleasure. When you shun all these things, the chances of your pleasure being in the word of the Lord is very high. He says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. He meditates day and night. Now, the word meditate is hagar. The Hebrew word is hagar. And it means to muse. It means to grow or to moan. It means to matter, to devise or plan, to plot, to roar. Hallelujah. To groan. To imagine, you see, all these are meanings for the word meditate, which is hagar in the Hebrew, you see, so to meditate means to, to think on God's word. If you have ever worried in your life, I'm sure you have ever worried in your life, I'm sure you have, you see, if you have ever, if you know how to worry, then you know how to meditate. Worry means to think on your problems or to meditate on your problems, to ponder on your problems, to muse over your problems, to matter over your problems. Sometimes to roar your problems, some people can roar their problems, they can think about their problems to the extent that before they realize that, proceed out of their mouth in a very loud way, you see. So if you have worried before, then all you need to do is to replace worrying, replace worrying on your problems and worrying on your troubles with worrying on the word of God or thinking on the word of God. Or considering and pondering on the word of God. Or mattering the word of God. That is what he means to meditate. And the more he meditates in God's word, he says he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That bringeth forth his fruits in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Brothers and sisters, I want to prosper. I know you want to prosper. That is why I listening to this. So meditate on the word of God. Just ponder over it. If you can, just pick this word from Psalm 1, verse 1 and verse 2 and verse 3. And just think on it. Just worry on it instead of worrying about all the problems you have. And as you do that, you're actually meditating. That's what meditation is all about. I'll expand it some more to you tomorrow. God bless you. I love you very much. Bye-bye.